Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today. I just want to say that I have got a lot of good reviews on yesterday's broadcast about Paul McCartney. And I want to thank you for listening and for sending me emails and thank you for the good reviews. So anyways, as I said yesterday, I was going to get back to talk a little bit about our favorite subject, which is paranormal and about strange things that happen. Well, I was talking to this girl yesterday and she was telling me that she's, she was very close with her mom. She's adopted. She's the only child. And her mother passed away about three years ago. She said the house that she has, she has had it for about 20 years now. She says that um, she's always been fine there, no problems, no anything. So kind of recently, she got a couple of roommates. It was a couple. It was a guy and a girl. So these guys were living in the house as roommates. And someone, one of her friends, I'm going to call her Brenda, the owner of the house who I was talking to yesterday. One of Brenda's friends told her, hey, you know that guy? Do you know who he is? Your renter? And she said, yeah, his name is Dave or whatever. And they're like, no, he hangs around with like uh, the Hells Angels and stuff like that. And Brenda was like, what? She had no idea. He wasn't a hell's angel but he was like uh he hung around with them I guess he was kind of like into the biker type culture so she was you know it just makes you feel a little differently about someone I guess and so what she did was she installed cameras in certain locations of the house she was saying you cannot install cameras I guess in the bedrooms or in the bathrooms in certain areas but she installed them like in the living room and what have you she said um, just to make sure that people weren't coming over when she wasn't home like when she was at work so when she was looking at the at the video of the camera one day, she said, I noticed that when Dave came in the house through wherever, through the front door, through the back door, she said all of these orbs were like following him, like chasing him. She said they were all sizes and there were almost so many of them, they looked like bubbles. And I was just like, really? She said, yeah. She said, they're just like anywhere he went, these orbs followed him. Oh, and she said they were gold. And she said they didn't follow his girlfriend. We'll call her Debbie. She said they didn't follow Debbie. They only followed Dave. She said, but the weird thing about Debbie is that whenever, whenever, sorry, she came into the camera view, it turned black and white. She said the camera was color, everything was in color. But when Debbie would be in the camera view, things would turn black and white. I found that a little odd. And she said it, it never was color when it was on Debbie, never. 
I have to look into that a little more, but I find that very strange. She told me that she feels that the the orbs that are following him were maybe like her mom, like uh, trying to make him get out of the house or whatever. That's just how she felt. She said, you know, it's like I could feel the presence of my mom. She said, uh, originally when I set the cameras up, I set them up just to make sure that no one was coming in and out of the house, you know, that weren't, weren't supposed to be there or that they weren't doing certain things. She said, even though they did steal from her in the end, she said nothing major. They just stole some household items and this and that. She said, but I didn't care. I just wanted them gone. I guess their relationship kind of turned sour between her and the roommates and so they finally left they moved out but somebody i guess he was in jail before because he killed someone dave actually murdered someone and so now that they left on bad terms she's scared and she's worried that they might do something in retaliation because of the way that the relationship turned. So she put up this, uh, it's kind of like, I guess, a lattice to make her fence taller in her backyard because her backyard faces a busy street. And she said, man, I'm going to tell you I'm scared because this guy has murdered before. And he did something else. I don't know. He beat his ex-wife or something. She said, I found all of this out later on when they were already living there. And now that they moved out and we were on bad terms, now I'm scared that he's, he may be, you know, going to do something or, or whatever. I think that, well, of course I would be scared too, but I really don't think that anything is going to happen being that, well, not that it matters. People seem to be tripping hard these days but I was going to say that because her yard her backyard faces a busy street if anyone's going to do anything it would they might want to do it in some place a little more secluded than climbing over a fence on a busy street especially one with the extension you know like that lattice work up there but um yeah people are just really strange these days so she was just she told me that she's going to look and see if she still has the video And if she does, she's going to bring it for I can see it. It's strange the way that we started talking. Um, I just brought it up to her about my my, uh, broadcast. And she asked me what we talk about. And then I told her. And then she started telling me this story. So I hope that she can um, locate that video. I would really like to see it, especially gold-colored orbs. I've, I've never heard of gold orbs. I've heard of some orbs having like colors in them, like a little bit of red or something like that, but not a solid color orb, like a Christmas ball type thing. I've never, ever heard of that. But um, if you guys have any ideas of what that might've been or what you think about it, especially with uh, the girl coming in the view and the camera turning black and white all of a sudden, then as soon as she's out of view, the camera goes back to color. If you have any idea of what that could be, um, send me an email, let me know. Because as of right now, I don't know what that would actually signify. I haven't been able to give it that much thought because she, I barely met this girl. And um, I just wanted to 
tell you guys this story because I found it pretty interesting. The other thing that I wanted to talk about are um, disappearing people. I know we talked about the guy who disappeared in front of his wife. He just kind of vanished into nowhere. But um, this is a, it's a little different, even though this person did disappear. So this guy named Robert told me a story about when he was a kid, his, out of his backyard, there was an alley. So like they had part of a chain link fence where you could see the alley. So his bedroom window, one of them faced the backyard. And so he could see part of the alley back there. If he looked out his window, he was, I guess it was in the evening and him and his brother were in the room and they were getting ready to go to bed. And he just looked out the window because he said he heard a noise. And he saw a guy out in the alley changing a tire. So, okay, you know, he didn't think anything about it. There's a guy out there changing the tire. So his mom came and she was like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? You're supposed to be getting, going to bed. And he said, well, I was just watching that guy out there changing the tire. So then his mom came to the window and looked and he looked out and the guy was gone. So he figured, oh, okay, well, he finished and he drove, drove away. So his mom's like, okay, well, you guys, time to go to bed. So they go to bed, turn out the lights, and he hears a noise out there again in the backyard. So he gets out of his bed and looks, and there's the guy back out there. And he looked up and looked right at Robert and waved to him. I don't know what happened after that because he doesn't remember what happened after that. He says, you know, I was about nine years old. I think I screamed, but I don't really remember. He said, because all I remember is seeing that guy again in the very same spot. And when he looked up at me and waved, he said, but I saw what I saw. There's no mistake about it. And, um, see something like that. Like, yeah, where did he go? How could he vanish and come back that quick? Unless he wasn't a real person, unless he was an entity of some kind, a specter, call it whatever you want. So that's a story that I, I found, find that pretty interesting also. So there are um, people who have told me similar stories about these kind of things that they'll see them and then they'll, they'll be gone. I'm not talking about the shadow people who you see them out of the corner of your eye and then you look and they're gone. I know that most of us have seen shadow people. I, let me see, when did I, I'm going to say I was probably about 13 when I noticed that I would sometimes see things dart out of the corner of my eye and they were always dark. They weren't any type of light flashes. They were dark and I would look, I would always turn my head to look and I would never see anything. And we were living in Orange County at this one location that it was so bad there. 
oh yeah, this place was so bad, that I would see those things all the time. And one time, one day, my dad was taking a shower in the downstairs bathroom. And when I got home, he said, yeah, I was taking a shower in, the, in that bathroom right there. And he said, someone kept turning the lights off. And he could just reach his hand back out and turn the light back on in the shower. So he blamed my brother, one of my brothers. He was like, all right, you guys better stop fooling around. But there was nobody there. My dad was totally alone in that house. He was like, yeah, I found out. You know, I came out and uh, I was, there was no one here. Even though he's going to blame it on my brother. I said, yeah, well, I see things all the time out of the corner of my eyes. And then he said that he was alone, kind of like the same scenario. I guess they didn't, whoever didn't like anyone taking a shower in that downstairs bathroom because he was in there again taking a shower and he said he heard somebody whistling. So this shower was like kind of tucked away, like you would come in the front door and it would be on the right You'd come in, it would be like a short hallway, and it was on the right. But if you came in the front door, all the area to the left was a living room, and then straight ahead was a kitchen. So he heard someone, he said it. they had to be coming from the living room. He heard a whistle. Like not just once, but he continued to hear it. And so he was like, okay, I've had enough. And he got all mad. He thought it was my brothers or somebody fooling around again. He comes out. Nope, he's alone. I'm telling you, this place was like probably one of the worst places we have ever lived in, as far as that stuff goes, besides um, the place I would have to say we lived in Lakewood for a while. And that place was pretty, um, it was pretty active. But, I mean, my dad was, you know, just this no-nonsense, I'm going to kick your butt type of individual. So, (laughs) I don't really think my brothers wanted to be fooling around with him like that. So, I couldn't understand why he thought it was my brothers. Like, if anyone was going to fool around and play tricks on him, it would have been me, not them. But, anyhow, that's the same place where... I don't know if I told you guys the story or not, but um, we couldn't find any, like, cups. The cups were gone. The, The forks and knives were gone. And one day, we were looking out the window from the upstairs, and we could see the cups and forks down behind our fence like our backyard fence because uh, we were like on a ridge and I could see them because they were those old-fashioned Tupperware cups and I was like hey who threw mom's cups back there well nobody knew but you know how kids are nobody ever knows anyways so I remember I went downstairs and I was like I found your cups and your your silverware they're on the other side of the fence So she made my brothers climb the fence and go and get her stuff. And to this day, they're like, man, we didn't throw your mama's cups anywhere. We didn't take her silverware. What what purpose is that going to serve? 
And I believe them. But, like, I always wonder, so how did that stuff come outside? Did it vanish and appear over the fence? Or did it float away? And when did it happen? Did it happen, well, obviously, when no one was home? Or maybe when everyone was sleeping? See, it's not so much that things are moved around when we're not looking. It's how they get moved around. How they are manipulated. Or is it like, you know, the old-fashioned type of Star Trek thing where they just turn into molecules and then they reappear? I mean, I really think about things like this. There has to be a, I mean, a way for them to end up in other places. And I always wonder. I never figured out how something disappeared right before my eyes. Like when I was giving my little dog a snack and it's like the floor sucked it up. My dog looked at me like, okay, you're funny, you know, now give me my snack. So I, I don't know. I think about this kind of stuff and I would think that if we did see stuff floating around, we would probably fall out with fear. I could sit here all day and tell you, oh no, I wouldn't be scared because I would follow it or I would get a broom and try to see if there's a wire attached to it. No, I'd probably pass out. If I, if I didn't pass out, okay, well, good for me, but I think I'd probably pass out. Just, just saying. Anyhow, um, I got a lot of more stories like that, but I would like to talk about something really, you know, pretty creepy, like, Something that just makes you think about, you know, how kind of scary it is when you're trying to go to bed at night. That's what I like. I want to talk about something and then when I'm trying to like go to bed at night or when I'm sitting in here and it's dark, I think like, what I ever talk about that? Now I'm scared. Okay, there's one more thing that I want to say. I don't know if I told you guys this before, but there was an apartment complex that we lived in for a while when our house was being built. I was probably about 12. Well, my brothers had some of their friends come over and go swimming in the pool. It was in the evening, and one of the boys who was out there swimming came out of the water so fast and got out of the pool and ran to go get his towel and would not go back in. And he said, there is a water witch down there. I never heard of that. And he was so, like, panicked. I was thinking, oh, he's just making this up. He's just playing around. But um, as I look back, I don't think he was playing. I think he really saw something there. What a water witch was, I'm guessing, is he saw some kind of um, hag-like entity down there under the water in that pool. The place is uh, located not too far from Knott's Berry Farm in 
Anaheim. I don't know if that's the Anaheim or Buena Park area, but it's not too far from not too far from. It's actually off of Knott Avenue. And there were a lot of other um, strange occurrences there. There was this guy who lived a couple of apartments over, and he was like a um, bodybuilder-looking kind of guy. And his name, I think, was... Well, maybe I shouldn't say his name, so I'm going to call him Mike. And um, it was probably... It was fairly early, maybe about 10 p.m. And I had went to the movies with my friend's family. And I was walking to the apartment. And I passed the laundromat. And I heard something in there. Well, the laundromat closed. I think it closed at like 6. And so when I was walking past there, I saw Mike in that laundromat like he was breaking in to the machines like when you try to get the the coins out of them I saw him breaking into those machines and it wasn't so much that okay well he needs money like really bad it's the fact that it was so disturbing because this wasn't a kid this guy was probably in his mid-30s I'm thinking and he was in he would have had to have broke into the laundry room and then break into those washing machines now i don't remember if we heard anything about those being broken into because i didn't tell anyone that's how scared i was i didn't want to tell my dad because my dad um uh if you knew my dad i mean he's the type of person that I believe he would have confronted Mike and he probably would have killed him. I mean, he was just um, that type of person. He just had no fear and he just, um, he was just like that. He just didn't care. And so I never said anything. I never even told my sister who was the closest to me in age. I never told her that either. Something about that scared me more than hearing about a water witch or anything else. That did it for me. It's not so much uh, things that are considered paranormal, things that are mysterious, things that we can't explain, that frighten me. It's things that people do. It's like they're being manipulated like they are being controlled and made to do certain things. I had an incident today where I don't know this person. I'm acquainted with this person. And everyone was out there talking. And I just voiced, now this is just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical person. I don't know anything about medicine and and all this kind of stuff or the medical field. I was just voicing my opinion because we do this thing, right? It's called a cleansing breath. You take a deep breath in, you exhale out like like that to get rid of 
the toxins and to take a now you're going to take a big cleansing breath and breathe out and get rid of all of that stuff so we were talking about wearing the face coverings and okay I understand you go to the store you go to the market you cover your face but for long periods of time I personally don't think that it's good I personally believe that for extended periods of time day after day it's going to cause problems and those of us who are susceptible to upper respiratory problems like me I have asthma like certain people maybe they have um whatever that uh bronchial like chronic bronchitis um and things like that it's going to hurt people more than do them any type of good and even for healthy people people who are out there running people who are working out you're breathing in toxins cuz you breathe out those toxins you take a cleansing breath you breathe out the toxins so you're breathing a percentage of that back in and that's all i said i believe that it's going to cause some kind of problems for certain people but probably some upper respiratory issues and he just went off on me and he at first i thought he was joking and he said you're spreading lies and so i started like to laugh because i thought he was fooling around but then i saw his eyes looked wild okay his eyes looked that's the only way i can describe them wild and so i okay he's not playing and then i said i'm not spreading lies like how is that a lie that's my opinion and he said it again well then that's misinformation people have been in china have been wearing mask for this and that years and doctors wearing mask and anyone who knows me knows that i do not argue with drunks or children that's a rule that i have so i didn't say anything more to him i could have but i didn't and the thing see when i tell about i'm not afraid so much of paranormal i'm, I'm more frightened of people because it's like he picked up a different personality and that's disturbing to me and that frightened me not the stuff about oh you're sp- it's it's like he turned into a different person like a different personality and went after me over some opinion that i had so i think sometimes now we'll talk about this later but i really think sometimes that people can oh how can i say this without sounding like uh um like uh, i'm i'm tripping myself they can be led let's say by outside influences and so they are um compelled by these outside influences to act out and to act kind of um kind of crazy 
Because if you would have seen him, you would have said, okay, you know what? There's something wrong with this individual. And it's almost like, now, I don't say things lightly when I say them like this. But I could see like like if there were flames in his eyes. Um, that's... That's the only way I can describe it to you. Like if I could see like orangey type of flames in his eyes and he was across from me a ways and the way he went off on me and I'm thinking, well, you know what? People in China wearing masks means nothing to me and I'm not spreading anything. Do you not know about a cleansing breath? Do you not know what that is? Do you not know what CO2 is and how when you just put your hand over your face all day long and breathe and take a deep breath in and out. Not only is it toxic, but it's moist and damp. Now, what do you think that's going to do to you? Anyhow, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm sorry, guys. I got off of the subject. Anyways, um, but yeah, it's people who frighten me more than anything else. I hear noises all the time uh, in my house. People tell me stories all the time about spooky things. Some of them are creepy, yeah, but it's the people, especially when you know that they are not themselves. Anyways, thanks for listening. Um, I wish I had another story to tell you, but I have to look in my paperwork because I don't want to repeat myself and tell you guys something over and over again that you already heard but okay tomorrow's beginning of a new week and um, I hope everyone has a good one I'm going to try to get back to you on Wednesday or Thursday talk more about some of the conspiracy and music and entertainment thanks a lot guys everybody take care ciao